What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Real Deal Podcast. I'm Matty Marshall, and I am here with Thomas Taylor, who I'm happy to talk to for a number of reasons. One, we go way, way, way back. Don't tell them how far back. <laughs> pretty, pretty damn far back, man. Um, and also, Thomas has uh, you know some breaking news. Thomas has left his uh, OG team that he's been with forever, and... Uh, and he's moved on to Houston Heat. So, Thomas, I want to pick your brain and all that stuff and just kind of talk to you, see how you're doing. How, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling? Oh, man, dude, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm doing good. I'm uh, enjoying uh, a, new, a new step, a new chapter, season in life. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't complain. I got a beautiful wife and two awesome kids, and God is good. What else can I say? Nice. So kind of talk, take me back a little bit. You know, I, let's talk about last year. You know, last year, excessive, 2013 in the PSP. Uh, you guys had done well in the MPPL um, before you guys made the move to be a full-time pro team, you know, wanted to step in and play the best teams in the world. And, uh, it, you know, the year, and it pains me to say this because we spent a long time on that team together. And, I'm, you know, I you know, obviously still have, you know, full disclosure, I helped start Excessive. And my heart definitely lies with the struggle that was going on over there. So um, how was it this year, man? I mean, talk me through it. Yeah. Wow, uh, it was a it was a long year, um, but I, I think I really believe it was a good year. You know, we came off uh, 2012 with a, a world championship, and uh, you know we got to go up against all the the, the teams that play in the PSP, and uh, you know uh, so so we felt like we had a good grasp on it, and we played that that World Cup right, and uh, we honestly we did real well. We went two and two, and we were in um, you know. Uh, uh, those games, so we thought going into uh, 2013 that that would just be a continued motion, right? And uh, well, as you saw, it, uh, it started off with a huge step back, you know, a really big, a really step back. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I think that was kind of heartbreaking for all of us, you know. You don't want to come off such a big high and then you go down to such a, a low, low, you know, uh, it's a reality check. And uh, uh, you know, I mean, it was that was it was hard for us, I think, to, to initially uh, take in. You know, that what was it Dallas, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and going up, going zero and four, and and honestly, only being in a couple of those games, I and mean, we were in every game for the first few points, but then just immediately letting the game get away from us. Um, that was hard, and so you know, I think that struggle was all year, but it was a good struggle because the team got better every single event. You know, um, the kids got better, the veterans got better. We understood. You know uh, how the how it was going to be played. You know how the game for PSP and a five man had kind of changed, um, uh, and uh, I, I think uh, I think it was a growing year for the team. You know, even though a team has been around ten years, you can always still grow. You can always change. You can always get better, and uh, uh, that's what you know. That's what the whole the whole year was, all the way down to World Cup coming down to what what was there like four seconds left in that game? Three seconds. We could have gone to overtime and been back to the to the championship or champions division for a. Uh, um, 2014. So, um, yeah, but it was it was a grinder of a year, you know. It was definitely definitely a grinder grinder of a year. So, I mean, you've been through a lot of grinder mm. years too, and so yeah. it's not not your first rodeo as far as tough <laughs> seasons go. Um, you know, tough seasons either trying to win a championship back in the heyday of team, or tough seasons building the team, or tough seasons when we were rebuilding the Ironman back in the day. Uh, but that being said, what do you think the issue was with excessive, and what do you think needs to happen in order to fix 
the problems that you guys were having this year in order for them to have a more successful season uh, in 2014? Um, well, there's a, there's a few uh, facets um, that, that need to be changed, and I think we're on the right path to being changed. Um, one, I think to be really successful in the PSP now, you've got to have a good coaching staff. Um, people that are going to direct you and lead you and give you jobs. Coaching, being being a player coach and, and doing it all on your own with uh, every point being so crucial is hard, right? Because if you're on the field, you don't know exactly all what happened. You see what you saw and you didn't get to see what other people saw. So, um, And I think that's one thing that uh, Excessive uh, embraced in 2013, right? Bringing on um, not only one, but two coaches and then a third body to help with, you know, players and everybody um, you know, and I think you can see the difference towards the end of the year, you know, better game plans, guys going out, knowing their jobs, um, what they're supposed to do. Um, so I think that's something that needed to be changed and is, and, and was changed and is only going to get better. Uh, the, the other part was really, truly, I mean, which surprised us all is how well we played together in seven man, not playing that same co cohesive paintball in, uh, in PSP and, you know, I can't really put my finger on it. You know, I know we got guys spread out and, uh, you know, sometimes guys can't make practices and, you know, but uh, uh, I think the biggest struggle last year was everybody going out and playing as a teammate and knowing what their job is and what they got to do to help the person around them succeed. Yeah, and I think that one of the things I noticed was that, um, you know, you and Riley w would get up there and, and, and try to do, I think, a little bit too much. I mean, you and Riley are amazing players, been around for a long time and, and very productive front players. But I don't think that your twos, uh, I don't think you guys had the solid insert players. Because on a lot of the top teams, those are the most experienced and, you know, players that really see the field really well, understand the game plans and, and the kind of, you know, liquid role that they have to play. And, and if one of you guys dies and the two's got to get up there based on the situation or maybe bump back or, you know, it's a very diverse uh, position. And you guys had some inex more inexperienced players in that two, that mid-player position. I, I really felt that that was something that Excessive was lacking uh, in, in, for last season. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was something we definitely addressed. Um, you know, it was something I was addressing all season, you know, uh, about making sure that we got the guys in those right positions to do, to do those jobs. Um, Rich was, um, uh, put in, uh, put in the number two position a number of times on the Dorito side. And, um, he actually had a, a really good season, uh, but that wasn't his normal position, right? Because there wasn't really any back centers anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little different. That's a new dynamic. It was something we were dealing with. Um, and then, uh, you know, yeah, over there on the, uh, the snake side, you know, a lot of young, talented players. But, you know, when I'm the number one, then they're the number two, right? And, um, you know, uh, it's funny who does that best. You know, I really believe towards the end of the season. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, you, yeah, you got to see that World Cup. Uh, you know, Jesse was playing a pretty good number two. Yeah. He has been, he has been around a little bit, you know. Um, and uh, he was really stepping up and filling that position, being a great communicator. And like you said, uh, a number two is so important because now that – there's really no back center on the field. They have to now control the game. They have to know when it's offense, when it's defense, you know, to push their players to fill back. And it's it's such a, a an evolving position. You know, it could change five times in one point of what, what your job now is as a number two, right? So, yeah, I, I agree with you a lot that uh, that was an area we struggled on. But I I feel that it towards the end of the year, we had guys in place. You know, Jerry uh, Jerry Nomano playing behind Riley 
um, and then rotating um, Aaron Soley through that position. That was really good for them over there on that D side also, having a, um, that for the number two and being able to put Rich and Jr. back in um, a shooter's role really, uh, uh, really helped out. Yeah, I, I do agree that I thought that Jesse really stepped up at World Cup and, you know, that, that game you guys played against Texas Storm, my God, that was one of the most entertaining games I've seen in a while. And, uh, you know, and Jesse had been away from the game for a while, so maybe it just needed, you know, him to, to spend some time. And also, Jesse was never a two. You know, Jesse was more of, uh, you know, he was the little Filipino guy that we would send all the way to the snake. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, when he was playing on excessive when I, when I was playing with him. And he did good at that. So to evolve into that position, at, you know, maybe it took some time or whatever. But I think towards the end of the year, and me and him had actually texted back and forth. And I had actually told him, I was like, hey, man, you know, you, you, you really stepped up at World Cup. And. And I was proud of him for that. So I think if he can continue going with that down that road uh, in that position, I think that that will help out. And then, you know, a lot of times it's especially in, in a, it's an evolving, like you said, it's an evolve. It, that position is fluid. You know, you have to yeah. be able to to uh, it, it, the, the game is processed in a different way when you're in that position. And if you have ones that are kind of, you know, even when you have to come back and play that, too, you're so used to being the one it's. It, it, that transition can be a little tough sometimes. So when you have guys doing double duty, playing the one or playing the two, I mean, even in, you know, even with the Ironman, anytime that Mouse or you know Alex Goldman would play the two, um, it's a different role than what he's used to doing. So you know, it, it takes some time to evolve that game and that side of your game. But I think that you know that yeah, I think that next year if they keep a consistent roster with some of the guys, are, are is excessive going to keep other than yourself, or are they going to have the same roster? Yeah, you know, uh, um, I don't see, um, you know, no one said they're going anywhere. No one, um, uh, you know, uh, I haven't heard of anybody that's uh, planning on leaving or <clears throat> anything of that sort. Uh, I know that, you know, Rich is uh, continually looking to, you know, bring on new young talent, people that, you know, uh, can help help change the game, put a spark in there. And, um, you know, they're going to be looking for um, uh, guys to, to now uh, fill my position and also have rotators through that position, right? So um, I, I would expect you to see a couple of new bodies there. But besides that, I would, you know, uh, look to, to see all the guys that were already there, you know, sticking around for at least another season to, to uh, keep uh, progressing as they were. So let's talk about the departure. Um, where, how did it kind of happen? You know, I mean, I know how hard is this for you? I, you know, I, I know from experience how hard it is to – and just from talking to you before, it's just it's, – I know it's got to be tough, right? I mean, this is probably a, a very difficult decision for you to come to, leaving the team that you came up with, not only to help, you know, start Excessive and be one of their stars for so long and one of their, you know, workhorses, but also, uh, I mean, it, it, you're uh, – you being with that group of guys predates excessive. It goes all the way back to, you know, the core of excessive was started when the Ironman had one of their breakups, you know, and lost some guys. And when uh, we were all together on the Ironman, then we all left to start excessive. So, you know, and you're, you're a loyal guy. I mean, you've been on that team for a long time. So, uh, you know, how are you feeling about everything? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a whole, whole huge question. It's, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, I've been with Rich, what, 11 years you know, and, uh, uh, you know, leaving excessive is not just leaving excessive. That's like, you know, you know, telling a family member, you're not going to be around. And, uh, you know, that's a, it's dude, it's hard. I can't even, I don't know if I can describe the emotion that goes into, to making that decision. You know, Rich is, uh, Rich helped me become the paintball player that I, that I was, he took a, you know, extra effort and put that into me back in the Ironman and, and going on. And then, 
And then, it, you know, it's been there for me in so many ways over the years, you know, really taking care of me. And uh, so that's that's hard. And not to, not to mention all the other guys that I've become brothers with on that team, you know, that, are, that I'm really close with, you know, off the field that we talk all the time and our families are close. So, you know, that man, you know, it's rough. It's rough, to say the least. Um, when it when it comes to that side of things and you know uh but i got to believe that uh you know those relationships will stay that they're strong enough to to weather you know uh weather any storm and, and as people move on in life and, and things change um you know uh, you know i hope we're always family you know and I, and I think it'll be that way um you know how did how did this decision come about how did things get from you know, to make that final decision, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors, you know, um, you and I have talked over the years, I've had a number of offers all the way back to when, you know, everybody left us in, what was it, 2006, you know, uh, you know, people have come and people have offered, offered me spots or, or money or, or, or jobs or whatever. And, um, you know, I felt the, the right thing to do is to be loyal to, um, something you've created, something you're a part of. And, uh, um, I think I just got to the point now that I, I feel like I can walk away and the team's in a great position. They got good backing. They got good players. And, uh, you know, I can still say that I was loyal all the way to, to the very end, you know. And I, and I hope that everybody else can see that too, you know, that, that uh, my most important thing was doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, I felt I did that for 10 years. Um, yeah, well, you know? I think that it's it's tough, man. You know, it, it and there's always a lot of this. This isn't this is a often told story in the paintball world where you you know guys that are in a situation where they have to make a decision to leave the team that they started with to make a a decision that's um, for their future or a better situation for themselves, and and it's always that torturous mental labyrinth where you're just like, Oh God, you know, like it, where does my, you know, do I, there's this opportunity here, but this guy brought me up or the, I mean, you, you, I mean, how many times have we heard this story throughout the years? It's, it's an off, it just, it's part of the deal. It's part of playing paintball competitively. And if you're really good, you're going to have to come to terms with that decision in either way that you make it at the end of the day, you know, you, you kind of, you know, like for you, I mean, you got two kids, you know, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. It's not like you didn't put your time in with excessive. So I personally, having been involved with your situation for a long time, uh, played with you, you know, I mean, I saw you come up and you were one of, you know, my bros too. So it's like, I just want you to do at this point in, in your life, because, you know, I mean, dude, you've been doing this for a long time. You're still a front guy. I know you've had problems with your knee, but I just want you to do what's what's best for you and what's best for your family right now because I think that that's the right decision to make. So I'm I'm assuming that's probably why you made this decision in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. When it came down to it, uh, you know, uh, the last few months of the the end of the season, you know, uh, just it was really being laid on my heart that you know, okay, so what's what's my future? You know, what am I going to be doing in three years, five years? You know, what what is what does it look like for my family? And, you know, that really got me thinking, you know, uh, you know, you got to think outside the box, right? You know, my box is excessive. And so, uh, you know, I just, you know, it's just, it's just been on my heart. And then um, some things changed, you know, uh, and uh, um, I was going to be needing, needing to look for a, a new job. And I want to look for a career, something, you know, whether it's inside or out of paintball, that that is going to provide for my kids. You know, he's going to be starting school next year and, you know, I got that on my plate and, you know, uh, you know, the amount of traveling and all, there's all these different factors that go in when you have family. And, uh, uh, yeah, I just, 
it came down to, to, to putting that all together and, uh, you know, lots of praying about it and, uh, you know, with my wife and, and, and it just felt like it was, it was time to, to see if, um, there was something else out there I could do. Um, another, maybe another team I could help, um, uh, that, that was a good fit and, uh, do that and concentrate on, on our future, you know, whether that's inside or outside of paintball. And, uh, this, this is just it, you know, uh, uh, Sarge didn't reach out to me. I reached out to him. Um, you know, it's kind of guy he is. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't go and try to take players or anything like that, you know? And, uh, I've just known him for a few years, you know, I've known him since before Houston heat existed and we go way back and I just reached out to him, you know, and, uh, uh we sat down and started talking and he, he really understands where I'm at and wants to, wants to see me successful for my family. And, uh, you know, uh, he, you know, I, I think it's a, it's just a good fit. It's a really, a really good fit somewhere. I feel I can be comfortable and mix in with a, with a great group of uh, young and veteran talent and hopefully be a, a, an asset and a tool to be used for them. And, and, you know, I just, it just all feels right, man. You know, it just, it just feels right at this time. So was, did this happen pre or post? Did you hit up Sarge pre or post the Russians leaving? Did you kind of look at that and be like, well, you know, they're going to need some dudes and, you know, I need to create an opportunity for myself here or this could be a chance to create an opportunity for myself with, you know, this, this team that needs players now that can, you know, because, I mean, they're losing a bulk of, like, when you count up the, now, it's the, it's funny because the last podcast that we just did, this is right before, because, you know, this news broke rather suddenly um, that, you know, of, of you leaving excessive and, and, and then we didn't know what team you were going to go on to because you needed to kind of collect your thoughts for a while for a second and then, you know, announce that you were headed to heat. But did, did it happen pre or post the, the Russians taking off? Um, it happened after the uh, after the Russians took off. Honestly, this has all been um, you know in the relatively uh, recent <laughs> recent times. You know, um, everything did move move pretty quick, um, and uh, it just it just fell into place real fast. I think, and uh, that's why you know everything you know dropped as as quick as it did. You know, um, but uh, yeah, it was a, you know definitely they I saved them leaving and um, let's. Let's get the most important thing out here right now, Matt. Mm-hmm. They already had a 77 on their team. I can't go there if they got a 77. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's be real. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a really good 77. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the no, I mean, yeah, you got to have your number as an option. Can't have two 77s running around out there. Ooh, that would just be weird. You'd be like, I don't know, is a guy with the mohawk when the 77 comes, <laughs> or the other guy? You know. Um, no, I don't want to mess up the stats by any means. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, um, uh, you know, you know, it'd be uh, it, anyone could see, you know, that they that that you know they were losing three players and they're going to be picking up players. So obviously, there's opportunity there for for anyone, you know, uh, uh, that that was looking to maybe do something different. Um, and uh, but I didn't like. It wasn't one of those things where you know I saw okay they're leaving. All right, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna take that spot, you know. But, you know, as soon as I saw that they were gone, it was something definitely that, that crossed my mind. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe maybe they would want me on that team. Maybe maybe uh, I could be an asset to uh, to their team and their family and and uh, you know the organization. So, um, you know, that definitely opened the doors for sure. Are you going to be playing the snake for them? Have you guys talked about positional and what you're going to be doing for them on the field? Or is that going to play out in practice once you guys start? You know, Because, I mean, they still have um, – but, it, you know, hell, if you want to be a good 
a good team in the PSP in the Champions Division, then you need to have multiple weapons on both sides of the field. So, you know, understand they still have Chad George as, you know, as a snake guy, having you would be in there as well would be great too. Did you guys talk about positions or was it more, you know, what do, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's been no real detail of, of where I will play. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I think we both agree they're going to use me to my strengths and, uh, you know, uh, um, front front position is 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 what I like best and what uh, where I think I, I bring most to a team, and uh, you know I, that's on any side of the field or up the gut. You know, I, I believe I can do that all, um, and, and wherever they want to use me, I just honestly, Matt, I just want to be a good fit. You know, if there's a hole to fill, I'll fill it. If there's a position that needs to be done or a job needs to be done, I'm gonna do it. And uh, you know, that's it's wherever they need me. You know, um, but uh, you know, hopefully we'll see me up front. Yeah, yeah, but uh, how? So how's the knee, man? How's the body holding up? Because you know you're one of those guys that's been. It's so hard. People don't. You know, if you're out there listening and you're a front player and you're you've been doing this for years, you know exactly what we're talking about. But it's really hard on your body to have to play. Uh, you know, diving on that and just playing on the ground constantly for a decade. How is everything holding up? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we. Uh... 10 years of playing and back when we started what we were playing 15 20 events a year you know now a lot of guys play five events a year so there's some good wear and tear on these on these knees and, and legs but uh uh dude I'm, I'm i'm almost back to 100 percent. you know i came off that knee injury in chicago in uh 2011 and it's uh completely been building i don't wear a brace anymore you know uh, i felt like i had most of my speed back by world cup last year um uh you know i had a little bit of an ankle injury right beforehand so uh, that was, uh, you know, that put some strain on my knee and my ankle. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been training every day. I'm in the gym. I'm running. I'm running outside. Uh, you know, I'm doing my sprints. I'm doing my agility. And, you know, there's no soreness, no swelling, nothing. And so, uh, uh, you know, and uh, starting, starting uh, next week, I'm going to be uh, jumping into some yoga, you know, doing some extra stretching. So I'm going to really put in some uh, effort to try to be more limber. And, uh, uh, you know, you see me out there doing doing uh, whatever this body will let me do. But right now it feels great, man. It feels really, really good. Yeah, that, that's great to hear, you know, because it's, it's just always one of those issues. And, and uh, but, I, but I know, you, you know, you're one of those guys that takes really good care of your body. And, uh, in fact, I can't remember who I was talking about, but somebody was, like, heading into, heading into Cup. They are like, yo, dude, did you see Thomas? Thomas looks ripped. And, uh, and I was like, no, I, had, I hadn't seen him, but you know, I, I know that you, you're, you're definitely making sure that the, uh, you know, that the instrument is where it needs to be in order to, you know, get done what you need to get done because the faster you are, the more healthy you are, you know, the more of an asset you're going to be to, you know, again, whatever team you ended up playing on. Now you're on heat and, uh, you know, and, and it's going to be interesting to see too, um, how things shake out with the team next year. Um, and I was talking to, you know, Nick about that, Nick Sloviak in the last podcast, but I think you guys have a really great story. I think that it's going to be awesome to watch Heat play in 2014 for a number of reasons because each one of the guys that's on the squad kind of has their own story. And and uh, and now you have this, you know, the three Russian killers uh, leaving to go to Art Chaos, which is, you know, Nick had said, that, hey, you totally understand. And we kind of knew that going in that you know, it's not like we we're going to have those guys forever. Um, and, you know, Art Chaos is a local team for them. They have, you know, Mishka's got a, a store and kid and, you know, Fedorov is, 
um, works for the owner of Art Chaos, and it just makes a lot of sense for them. But heading into next year, you got a lot of awesome talent on Heat that's now going to get a chance to shine. I'm looking forward to seeing more reps from Woodley. I'm looking forward to seeing more reps from uh, from from Nick, and uh, and also Ryan Smith. You know, I think Ryan Smith's a talent, and uh, I'd like to see what you know he can do with more reps too. And so there's just and anytime you got guys you know looking to go out there and prove themselves and 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 get that now they have that opportunity to get those reps I think it's going to be really cool to watch number one I'm looking forward to seeing the games and then see what happens so I think that uh, you know depending on how much work is put in behind the scenes and I know Heat works really hard have you guys already t- talked about practice schedules and all that stuff or <clears throat> yeah I mean I don't know uh, I think uh, they're going to release all that but yeah it's a it's a solid practice schedule you know it gives you a Reminds you a little of a heroes for a day, man. They don't mess around, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go back, you know. Last couple of days, you know, I was reminiscing, going through the old play, but playlist of heroes for a day songs, and you know, and and I can see a lot of similarities and why these guys have come up and and they've done so well. Is like I said, man, they they put the work in behind the scenes. They're not messing around. It's this is a this is a business. This is a team that's there to win tournaments, and and they're uh, they're hungry. They're real hungry, you know. I mean. It's uh, it's exciting, man. It's really exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you, man. You know, I just I, as long as everything's working out and and you're moving forward with the, you know, because I just haven't known you for so long. I just want you like we were even talking before the pre podcast and, and kind of getting everything going. Is I just want you in a place where you're happy and the family's getting taken care of and that you can get as many good years in as possible. And it is really sad to see you leave excessive. There's definitely a part of me that's like, damn, it sucks because you know now excessive loses a weapon. But hey, you know, it's you can't expect things to continue the way our change is inevitable, change is a constant, and you just have to deal with that as as you move forward and try to better your life. So what else are you what else are you doing besides, you know, playing for you? You're gonna teach clinics next year and like what else is going on? Yeah, you know, um I already got places that are lining up uh wanting the clinics, you know. Uh, last year, um, last year and a half I've done everything through JT's Blackmaster, which I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but uh, you know, I can't say enough good things about Splatmaster, so just make sure everybody that's listening out there, if you have a store or a field, get into Splatmaster and grow this sport because you're going to see a difference in five years, man. We can regrow this. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing my own thing again. So, you know, I'll be hiring myself out. Um, one of the big things I'm working on, Matt, is um, – and I don't even know if, uh, if I've showed you this yet, but I'm doing online coaching uh, through a, a friend of mine. He has, has a business. It's PositiveChangeUSA.com um, for all of you that want to check it out or just hit me up on Facebook. And uh, training teams and players around the world, um, and I've set up some programs and you know with Skyping and conversations and emails, and uh, I really want to help people achieve their goals. You know, I mean, I've been so blessed to uh, you know do what we do for the last 11 years at, at the top level, and all my dreams have come true in paintball. I want to be able to uh, spend this next next year and hopefully give that back to a lot of the people that are you know striving to reach whatever goal, you know, physical wise level-wise, ability, um, you know, uh, I want to be able to give back this year. So that's something I'm really working on. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you got a lot of hard-learned lessons, man. It's been a long road. It was funny. I was I actually re-watched Heroes for a Day and seen it in a, in a minute. And, 
God, that because somebody hit me up about I don't, it's called people had been asking questions about it, but it's it's kind of interesting. I even had guys from the Ironman um, who had never seen it, and uh, it was kind of one of those. The game Alex Goldman came up to me. He was like, "Yo, dude, I saw Heroes for a day. This is at World Cup, you know, like right before the day before they played." He's like, I watched, "We watched it last night. I had no idea." And I was like, and I'm like thinking, man, that movie came out like six years ago in my head, and I'm like, <laughs> have you, you have you seen it before? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it when it came out, but that was you know I was a kid then, man. I didn't understand the I didn't." understand the lessons in it now i get it i get it now you know and, and which is cool because i mean, mouse has grown up a lot and yeah. uh and he's you know maturing and uh and really kind of in that you know it's like that it's that old that old saying that like when you're 18 you think you know everything when you're 25 you realize you don't know shit and uh and that's it's true and so it's kind of one of those things where um it was kind of cool i was like it, i was glad that 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 we were able to capture that experience and uh and and that it still lives out there you know but it was it was a brought back a lot of memories you know yeah yeah it's uh it's very uh you know i don't even know what to say about it you know that was just that was a crazy awesome time and, and i think so many players go through it um it just doesn't it never gets captured you know yeah i always i always said that that uh it would have been it's it's too bad that um we didn't have the technology now or then that we have now because that 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 story would have been a lot better as like a a 12 episode show as opposed to say like a two and a half hour long documentary because there's so many stories that you just can't flesh out in that much time you know i mean you only can have a few characters like main characters in a documentary and there was you know nothing but characters on that team oh yeah uh, definitely that could have ran for you could run a lot more shows than that. I mean, with the amount of footage and the amount of tournaments we did in those years and, and, and all the vaccine stuff, yeah, it could have been, you know, if the Facebooks and the Twitters and the <laughs> and all the things that go on now had back then, we could have uh, could have been a whole different uh, animal. Yeah, no, it's just it's, – but that's to me is one of the interesting things, and I think it's one of the things that, that keeps you in the sport is that you develop – one, you develop these relationships with, with the guys that you're in that struggle with and uh and and two that you you see you know a dynamic change from people over time and and there is you know every team has this even you know I don't care what I don't care if you're playing you know pump d8 there's a there's a story there and that's what always has kind of fascinated me about the the paintball world is all the charismatic individuals and people and players that you know move in and out of that world and and then you put them all together on these teams and it just creates these really fascinating stories and and that's why I'm looking forward to next year with Heat for you guys because I think that you know there's going to be a really interesting story there and and uh, and there's a lot of you know a lot of people in, in the the public a lot of the fans didn't really know what was going to happen with you know Heat and it had been such a legendary team so quickly and and I, I you know 2014 should be should be an interesting year how do you think things are shaping up for next year like with the teams and you know I mean what do you what are you thinking about some of these who do you think is going to be at top, on top next year. Um, sorry, you're breaking up a little bit there. Uh, oh, just saying, uh, you know, who do you think is going to be, you know, sitting at the top of the, like, who, who are you looking forward to playing next year? Like, who do you think are going to be the top teams next year? Uh, you know, uh, uh, impact is going to be, uh, a force to be reckoned with. Um, you know, they're only going to get better as those guys, uh, continue to grow together. Right. Um, you know, uh, I think damage will be on top as, as always, always going to be in the fight. Um, you know, and then there's, there's a lot of other teams that are, that are just, just good, you know, X factor. I mean, you can never count them out. They're a great team. They have great players. Um, you know, they're very dedicated Ironman, um, you know, full of talent. 
right? I mean, uh, they're just waiting to explode. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, art chaos coming under the scene, you know, that's going to be another force there. And, you know, you got the Russians, which are always strong. And then, then you can't even, there's just so many good teams now. I mean, you, you look at it, it's crazy because you got all these other teams that are coming up, you know, the top guns and the Texas storms and the vicious and the excessive and, and, uh, man, you know, and, and I don't even know if I've said it yet, but obviously there's, you know, Dynasty, which is has re, rejuvenated itself, which is, you know, it's just uh, come out swinging last year. And, uh, you know, I think they're looking to, you know, continue to, uh, to assert their will and, and be out there. So, man, I can't say for sure who's going to be on top, but I can say it's going to be a battle. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting year for sure. And then, you know, also like X Factor win the World Cup. I mean, that was... Talk about a crazy story, and if you haven't seen it, you should go check out the roster from Planet Eclipse because, you know, they kind of break the whole year down and how they were able to, to get that done. But, I mean, the, the best they'd done was sixth all year long, and then all of a sudden they roll in the World Cup, and it was like the chip that they had on their shoulder was, you know, the size of an asteroid, man. They were just, they came in hot for World Cup. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I got to watch them the last two years play, and you watch them, and they're in every game. You know, they're that team that's right there. They're just, you know, one point off or something doesn't go the right way or, you know, penalty knocks them out. Like, you know, uh, that, that talent group and the way they've been around together, you know, with, you know, with, with, with all those guys, you know, we could list through their players. But, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I don't think it's that surprising. You know, cause everybody has their favorites. Yeah, I mean, they probably weren't on the list of favorites. But when you look at their performance over the last couple of years and, and their actual gameplay – you know, you know that's a team that at any given moment could pop off. You know, just like Infamous. You know, probably another team I just forgot to mention. I played with them last year, and we beat Art Chaos. You know, over there um, in uh, in Millennium, and uh, you know, Infamous has a ton of talent. You know, it's just the right team putting the right talent for that given tournament when it comes together, right? You know, those guys all gelling, making the right moves, the least amount of mistakes, the least amount of penalties. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's. It's a, it's a wild ride now. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, I, I, I do too. It makes it really interesting to watch, you know, because watching all the games, it's you never really know what's going to happen. And and uh, and I totally agree with, with X Factor. I mean, they took third last year uh, at the World Cup, which was the best that they had done all year. So we know that historically they, they kind of turn it up towards the end of the year. And they had a lot, ton of penalties. They had Zach Wake on the team, and then they cut Zach, and then Dimitri got some penalties in that one event. But... You know, but he's probably one of the most talented rookies I've seen in a long time. I can't believe that kid's only 20 years old, both in the way that he carries himself when you talk to him and how he looks on the field. Uh, but the the work ethic that they brought to bear both this year and last year, it just they were just very, very, very tenacious, very tenacious in their practice schedule, and then also just you know fighting through all of those all the adversity all year long to finally be <laughs> triumphant at the World Cup and beat so many good teams doing it in really close games. Uh, I mean, the last game was, you know, a two-point game and was a back-and-forth battle. They'd come back from behind, and then, you know, they beat Heat in the semifinals and destroyed damage in the prelims, and it was, it was, it was an awesome tournament, man. And, uh, you know, I, I think that next year, we're just, I think that everyone's just going to get – just I think it's going to get even sharper. It's going to get even better. So, you know, I, I, it's, to me, it's up in the air too. You know, I obviously – with uh, Dynasty always getting a good start in the beginning of the year and having the weather to practice out here and in, in, uh, out in San Diego is, is definitely a help. And they, you know, they're not doesn't look like they're gonna do anything with the roster, so they are gonna have their stellar roster. And 
you know, and then you got all these other hungry teams, like you're saying, like Infamous and who didn't have the, the year they wanted to have this year. So yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a crazy 2014. Are you going to be traveling overseas to play any events with Heat? Because I know Heat had been kind of getting international and, you know, I know you got the family and I know you, you've got different stuff you're trying to do. So I didn't know if you're going to be, you know, taking part of their international push too as well. Is that something you're going to be doing? Um, yeah, um, I don't got the, the, the full picture yet, but it sounds like I'll be playing a couple of leagues wherever, wherever that, uh, wherever that ends up. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely gonna, definitely still gonna be around. Definitely gonna, um, play, play, uh, um, outside the U S you know? Well, that's good. I mean, it'll be, you know, cause heat went over and had some pretty crazy games overseas and, there's all these other leagues too, you know. There's leagues down in South America. I've seen a lot of guys go down there, so um, it is one of kind of the cool perks that that you that you kind of get to experience, you know, traveling around and and uh, where's the coolest place you've ever been? Like, what's your your favorite place you've ever been for paintball? Do you have a favorite uh, place or? Yeah, I don't know that I have a, a a favorite place, man. There's been so many good awesome trips you know uh you know the different you know it's you know how it is it's all about an experience right so you know i mean we had some good trips back when we were going to europe and i went backpacking with micah you know that was uh definitely some of my most fun experiences um you know australia is always a blast uh i'm really actually enjoying going to asia i mean uh uh they're uh uh you know they're really really uh their paintball scene is awesome and they're just you know, like that old paintball scene when everybody was just passionate about it, you know. Uh, man, I don't think I got one one particular place that I say, I, I love that 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 event, you know, I mean, or, 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 you know, place. I mean, the most great event was Huntington Beach, <laughs> and that's right here in our coast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I, it's, I've had a lot of good experiences, met a lot of good people at different places, so... I'm not necessarily always about the location. It's about the uh, about the time you had and the people you met. You know. Yeah, totally. I mean, how many year, how many more years do you think you're going to keep doing this? You know, Matt, I love paintball. I'm going to do it till the wheels fall off. You know, I mean, unless unless the good Lord takes me a different direction, and uh, you know, and that, that's what's best for my family. Um, but even then, I I can't see me, you know, not being a part of paintball. You know, I just, you know, I, I mean, my kid has a mohawk. And he calls it a haircut, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even think that it's, it's you know, it's Moha. You know, like it's it's so uh, a part of me that I that I'm always going to be in and around paintball, and uh, you know, uh, I can stay healthy if it, if it can work, and I'm always trying to play at the highest level I possibly can, and um, always be trying to get better. And you know, like I said, I mean, there might be a time in life where I really have to you know step back and be like, hey, I need to start a solid career. And that might be outside of paintball. And maybe that makes me take a, you know, not play as much for a certain period of time or whatever. You know, like I said, I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box right now. Um, but I'll never get away from it. I mean, how could you? You know, I mean, you know, I just, you know, paintball is 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 a gift that has been given, you know, I feel to me that, you know, it's priceless, right? I mean, you can't pay for it. I couldn't, the things I've done, the places I've been and the people I've met, um, you know, it's it's you know you can't pay for it you can't you can't re, regain that you can't uh, you, you know ninety nine percent of the world will never do it you know and uh, you know so I always want to be around and give back and, and be a part of paintball. When do you like when if you look back? I mean, did you think that you this is would have been your tact in life? And when did you kind of think 
okay, this is something that I want to do. I want to, you know, give my energy towards this. Was it kind of like a snowball effect where it just kind of got going and you just found yourself doing that or was it like a conscious decision? Yeah. You know, I think we talked about this a little bit back in the day, but you know, um, you know, way back, way, way back in the day. Let's go back before Iron Man so we can tell you how old we are. Let's take it uh, back. Let's date ourselves. <laughs> so here we were, 1966. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're on the side of a hill. Yeah. That kept me up until 4 in the morning. Wait, 6 in the morning. I don't think we slept. Um, there was no but, uh, sleep that night. Yeah. No sleep that night. Um, you know, uh, it, went, it went all the way back then. You know, um, uh, I was doing the firefighting thing. You know that. And uh, – it's what I loved, and I was, you know, I was finished my schooling that year, and also won a paintball world championship, and you know, I think, uh, you know, me being the God fearing man I am, uh, I think God just kind of lined things up, you know, at the point that in my life that I was going to make that uh, full commitment to become a firefighter and a career and all that kind of stuff that you know most people would have made at my age, um, you know, uh, when I finished my schooling, when I had everything lined up, I was on a list to get hired, you know. I won a world championship, you know, with cartel. And Washington happens to go on a hiring freeze, right? So they're not going to hire anybody for a year. Uh, you know, it was it was then I woke up one morning and said, you know what? I'm going to drop everything I've done, move to California, and I'm going to become a professional paintball player. And uh, that's, you know, that's where my life's headed. You know, and, and that's what happened, right? You know, I mean, I came down a couple months later. You guys said, hey. You're real bad at paintball, but you're pretty fast, so we'll pick you up. And you know, it's, it's gone from there, uh, you know. And uh, uh, I, I think that was it. Was then it was before I even made the move, before I was even pro, that I knew that that was going to be uh, my my path in life. I just knew, you know. I mean, I can't explain to you why or how. I just knew, you know. Yeah, well, I remember because, you know, and I think we might have even told the story before in a podcast. I can't remember. We've Obviously, you and I have told the story before, but I remember Rich had called me up and said, hey, uh, I need you to go play this five-man tournament, this, this amateur five-man tournament. It's like auto caucus for first place. Um, but, uh, but the reason I want you to go play is that I need you to look at, you know, this one kid we're looking at picking up. And, uh, and that kid wasn't you at the time nope. and no, it, was not. it was not you. And so I, and, and I was like, I really didn't want to play that tournament. Cause at the time we were playing, you know, like you were saying back in the day, it was like 15 different tournaments a year plus practice weekends. And it was kind of one of those off weekends. And if you're doing, you know, paintball 30, 40 weekends a year and traveling 20, 30 weeks a year, then I was just kind of wanted to <laughs> sit on the couch or do, to do anything other than have to go scout some kids by playing some five man tournament. But uh, but I was like, all right, I'll do it. You know, it'll, it'll be fun, whatever. And uh, and then sure enough, and I can't remember if how I got your number. Did you call me? Like, I, did I call you? Like, how did you end up staying at my house that night? I can't remember. Um, well, let's see. Let, let me educate our children out there. Matt rolls up to the field that we're supposed to be walking. Says, listen, I'm going to be up all night. <laughs> uh, we're not going to put a ton of effort into walking this field. Don't you worry. We're going to win this. And I think right then I was like, all right, cool. I'll come hang out. <laughs> I think that's what it was because yeah, that's what it was because we, we went to go walk the field. And I remember having that conversation with you where I was like, all right, here's the deal. I don't really want to be here, but we are. So let's walk these fields. Let's get out of here. Also, I can't remember what was happening that night, but something fun was happening. So I remember specifically telling you, I'm like, you can come hang out, but we're not going to sleep. 
but I promise you we will win the tournament. And, and you were yep. like, and you were, and, and, uh, and I remember all the other guys were like, you know, which I, I'll give them props. They were kind of dedicated, you know, they're like, Oh, I don't know about that. But you were, you were just this little adventurous soul. And then you were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, all right, let's go. So then we ended up going out, staying up all night and, uh, Hey, we won the tournament though. So, and yeah, we did. We, I think, I think if something was going on with, uh, was it Travis Lemansky's yes. birthday? I think or, that's what it was. I think it was like Travis's birthday. Travis Lemansky from who the owner of Infamous, and uh, I think it which was. Which I had no clue who he was. I went to his house. I felt like I don't know any of these people. <laughs> oh well, I'll hang out, I guess. Yeah, and then uh, and then and then we played the five man. But I remember after the tournament, and this is this was my first you know impression of you. But I was like, I remember talking to Rich, and he's like, "Well, what do you think?" And I was like, yeah, the kid you're trying to pick up, he's pretty good. I was like, you know who I think's really going to be good, though, is this Thomas Taylor kid. And he's like, for real? I was like, yeah, he's hyper-aggressive. He's a really nice guy. He's really fun. He's good to be around. He's really good at the game. Uh, I mean, he's rough around the edges, but um, but he's got that – he's got that – He's got the charisma and he's got the attacking mentality that is incredibly hard. You can't teach it. Either somebody has it or they don't. And you had that. And uh, and that's all I was like, we got to give this Thomas kid a shot. And sure enough, the next thing I know, you're moving down from Washington and moving in with Rich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And the rest is history. But and, yeah. that, and now you're playing on Houston Heat, man. So, yeah. No, it's it's just – it's crazy how – you know. You, but that – it kind of just goes – I don't know, man. I, I just – you never really know who's going to be – you never know who people are going to be when they grow up. You never know who's going to be the, the next guy. Or, you just – I don't know. You never really know. So you got to just kind of stay open, I think, to to players and experiences. And and um, and it was kind of cool to, to see to see the evolution of your career, man. Really, it, it has been, been really cool to watch. So, you know, I wish you the best uh, heading to Houston Heat and, and can't wait to see what's going to happen with you guys next year. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a new adventure. I haven't stepped out on one of these in a while, so uh, uh, I'm excited too. You know, I think it's a it's a good fit, and uh, it's a hungry team, and uh, you know, let's uh, let's go get our battle on. Yeah, well, and also it's like there's different chapters in life, but this is this is like a new act for you almost. You know, it's not even really a a, a new chapter because you've been with Rich and the that camp for so long that this is kind of like a you know a completely new experience but hey i mean i know you've played for different teams over the years and different incarnations but it's always but it regardless but uh but yeah man i wish you the best man and is there a place that anybody can go to um to uh you know to to try to get you to to help their team out and and to help them out personally is there you got a website what's your website again yeah um you can go check out positive change usa.com um and if you can't remember that uh I have two Facebooks, you know, uh, hit me up on one of those, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and I'll direct you there. And, uh, yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm always looking to set things up and, you know, I want to, uh, I want to give back to you. So if you, if, if you want to achieve your goals, if there's something you need help with, uh, let me know and, and I'll try to meet you there. You got any, uh, you got any sponsors to plug? I don't, I don't know how this changes your sponsorship affiliation or <laughs> if there's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, well, uh, you know, uh, right now, uh, you know, I'd like to just, if there's anybody to plug, you know, I want to thank Excessive and uh, Rich Telford and all the guys. I love them. I love you guys, man, and uh, we'll always be family. Uh, you know, uh, Mike Lowry and John Robinson over at um, Key, you know, you treated me well. It's been great, and, uh, you know, I hope that uh, JT Splatmaster is uh, is embraced by everybody. It's it's a great product and uh, uh, really, truly can, can help our sport. And then, you know, I, I got the people that uh, – 
that support me, you know, contract killer, paintball, Raza, uh, doing me right. And then, uh, you know, last but not least, uh, well, not even last but not least, you know, I got my wife, love you. She, she's been supportive this whole time. And, and uh, Houston Heat, uh, Sarge Mama D, I'm glad to be a part of the, the family. Let's, uh, let's move forward. Well, we'll have to uh, keep everyone updated as the story progresses next year. So, you know, definitely hit me up when, when cool stuff happens or, you know, even, even working through struggles or whatever because it really is going to be an interesting story to see what happens with Heat in 2014. So I'm looking forward to, to watching the games. And, uh, you know, Melfi, you're out there in the Internet land listening up. You know, make sure to uh, follow everything we're doing here at Paintball Access. we got awesome fantasy paintball coming at you next year. PSP is going to be crazy in 2014. You know, biggest, best league in the world. Everybody knows that. And uh, the best teams and the best players competing at the highest level possible. And, uh, you know, get your team in the fight. Go to PSPEvents.com, man. It's going to be a crazy season. It's probably going to be a real big season, too, because it's been growing the past couple years. So you definitely want to sign your team up early uh, for, the, for the first event. Uh, and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and, and help us spread the paintball gospel. That's always my tag, man. You know, we're trying to let people know how cool and interesting and fun and amazing paintball is and you know it's a it's a pretty unique experience and it teaches you lessons that you can apply to anything i think as we have all learned through the uh the trials and tribulations for sure so hey thomas thanks for sitting in with us man wish you the best of luck as always and uh it's really good to talk to you buddy uh thanks for having me god bless everyone i'll see y'all soon all right man everyone peace see you next time